الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ادفع بالتي هي أحسن السيئة سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المصنين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Last time we spoke about the the fear of the believer which is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seals the the heart of the believer and that's when a person sort of reaches this end stage uh, disease of the spiritual heart and there's often no turning back from that and we talked about how this isn't just a this isn't just Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's doing out of the blue but rather it's a result of the the evil that we fill within our own hearts right and the rust that sort of we coat over our own hearts with layers and layers of rust Allah ta'ala says kalla bal rana ala qulubihim ma kanu yaksibun that it is you know what we have done to ourselves that causes these layers of rust to then form over the heart and and then eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, can place a seal over the heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then seals a places a seal over uh, over the individual's heart and that person is no longer then able to recognize Allah Ta'ala, no longer able to recognize this deen. And that is the, the greatest fear of any believer. And in fact that's really the only fear that we have. Any other fear in comparison to this kind this fear and it doesn't it doesn't really even compare so we explained that last time and there's a point that i had touched upon and i wanted to elaborate on that today and that is that the uh, the two things that sort of you can think about it kind of almost as a continuum and on one end you have a, a heart that's been diseased and or a heart that's been sealed and on the other ha hand, you have a heart that's uh, on the other end of that, on that continuum, is a heart that's pure and purified and in constant remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's so you can imagine that something that lies in between, um, which is, you know, where many of us stand, um, then we can either teeter toward the side of a heart that's close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's in constant remembrance of Allah, or we can move sort of along this continuum toward a heart that's diseased. And we know that deeds. Uh, and a'mal and righteous acts are what bring a person's heart toward that side of being close to Allah and in constant remembrance of Allah. And we know that sin and in general anything that transgresses against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then move us closer toward the seal of the heart. But the And so that's the reality of things. It's that we have control over this. We have control over it. It isn't purely Allah subhanahu It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge. Um, but it isn't done out of the blue. It isn't done without purpose or without... A, it isn't. It isn't necessarily done without purpose. It isn't necessarily just a reflection of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's mastery over things. I mean, if Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala wanted to, he he didn't. Ha, he doesn't. He could. He could seal everyone's heart. You know, every single person's heart could be could be sealed, and every single person could be destined for for Jahannam, and no one would be able to question Allah. This could just be his decision, and this is you know this is totally on his own his own doing. There's no. There's nothing binding on Allah Taala to 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 make things one way or the other. 
There was nothing binding on Allah Ta'ala to create us to begin with. And when He did decide to create us, He couldn't have even given us the opportunity to worship Him. He could have just created creation and decided to punish all of creation. There's nothing that we could do to, to change that or alter that in any way, shape, or form. But the way Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala designed the system is, is that, is that a person through their actions and through their deeds can, be, can, 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 can continually, perpetually purify their heart such that it eventually becomes in constant remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, aqalbun sareem. Or a person can disease their heart to such a degree that it becomes in constant heedlessness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, eventually reaching this point of, point of heedlessness that it doesn't even recognize Allah. That's the degree of heedlessness that a person can, can, uh, can attain. And that's the, the fear that, that we were referring to last time. And the point, the reason for bringing this up in this sort of a gathering is because it means for us that we have to be vigilant over our heart. That's what it means. We have to be very careful and cautious because every action that we take, every move that we make, every word that we utter can place us or direct us or point us toward one direction or the other. And the believer is constantly vigilant over recognizing that every deed that I do, every righteous deed that I do, can, uh, the believer is conscious that, that righteous deed can draw me closer toward a heart that's in remembrance of Allah. And every evil deed that I do, or every sin that I commit, or every wrongdoing that I perform can then take me away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and toward this, this life of heedlessness. So it's this, this, this vigilance that a believer should constantly have over their heart. And that's something that we often neglect, right? We're very vigilant about our physical bodies, right? Every little, uh, every little, um, every little uh, uh, blemish that we, that we find on our body, we notice it immediately, right? If somebody has, for instance, a mole, you know, they're constantly watching it. Is it growing? Is it, is it look distorted? Is there something unusual about it? You know, they wake up in the morning, we check our mirrors in the face and we look to see, okay, how, am I presentable? What do I have in my face today? You know, is this out of place? Is this, uh, is that out of place? We're very vigilant over every little thing and we have such a deep concern over everything, right? And we, you know, we put on a few pounds and then, you know, we immediately wear ourselves and every single day we're constantly checking. We're very vigilant with regards to our, our physical body. We're, we're always keeping up with it. We're always keeping up with it and we're always keeping tabs on it so that if there's any ever any blemish, every, ever, ever any, any, uh, anything wrong about it, then we're on top of it. You know, this is very common, especially now when, you know, in, in this type of season, everyone's, uh, uh, everyone's sort of indulging because everyone's getting together, there's holidays and everyone's kind of, you have, uh, you kind of, you eat a lot, right? More than you otherwise would eat. Right, and every time you have a you have a bite or something, it's like, oh, I'm just, I can't I can't have that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put on a couple pounds if I eat this. You know, I can't come near that. Why do you keep bringing this food, you know, to 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 the house, or why do you keep bringing this food to work? Because you're just you know, this is what's gonna happen to me. So we're we're very vigilant, right? Even every everything we consume, we're thinking twice about should I consume this or should I not? Is it gonna put on a couple extra pounds? Is this gonna uh, you know is this gonna push push me toward healthy or push me toward unhealthy? We're constantly thinking this. Uh, this is the reason, you know, that we often go to uh, to see a doctor. This is the reason that we go to the gym. This is the reason that we go to the store to purchase clothing because we are always vigilant, hyper vigilant, if you will, on our uh, on our physical bodies. But we should have the same attitude, if not more so, for our for the spiritual side as well, in particular for our heart. So we should be hyper vigilant because we know that every moment our heart is sort of it's hanging right every moment it's hanging and it can either go one way or it can go the other way and every action that we do determines which direction is going to go toward so that 
uh, keeping that in mind, if a person is very vigilant over their heart, then they're going to be very mindful about every action that they perform. Forget every action. Every moment that they live, they're going to be vigilant over it. Should they... Uh, should they do something because that's going to take them closer to Allah? Should they not do it because it's going to take them away from Allah? A believer should be hyper-vigilant over where, which direction their heart can potentially go in. Always keeping in mind that fear that that heart can become completely sealed. Now in terms of... Uh, so, the, so a believer should be hyper-vigilant. Should be very vigilant over it. And then that then then the, the question then one would ask is, well, uh, are there other practical things I can do to ensure that I'm constantly keeping a close eye on my heart or constantly keeping this sort of glance a glance over it so that I'm uh, so that it, it doesn't go in the wrong direction and there's a few things that a person can do the first thing there's many things but there's three things that I'm going to highlight inshallah the first thing that a person can do in order to be vigilant over their heart and to be in constant control over their heart is number one to always follow up a uh, a bad deed with a good deed Immediately follow up something bad with something good. Immediately. This is established in the Quran. This is established in the Hadith as well. The Prophet said, That uh, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wherever you are. And then follow up a bad deed with a good deed. Why? No, non, yes. So there is benefit in doing good deeds. But what's the purpose of following up? a sin immediately with the righteous deed. It's because that heart has moved away from Allah Ta'ala and toward the possibility of becoming sealed. And you have to immediately remove the effect of that sin so the way to do so is by doing something righteous and then bringing that heart back to at least the neutral position where, where it, you know, it, it has uh, some wiggle room. Or you can imagine, right, if a person performs something bad and now their heart's moved away toward the possibility of being sealed, now, if you were to do another one, then you're now twice that distance closer. So, if a person's a person who's vigilant over their heart, it isn't that they aren't going to make a mistake or that they aren't going to sin. Right? That's not humanly possible. It's that the person is going to make a sin, but they're going to be so vigilant about that sin that immediately after performing the sin, or immediately after transgressing against Allah Ta'ala, immediately, because they're so vigilant over their heart, they do something righteous. So a person, for instance, sleeps through Fajr. The first thing they're going to do is, well, one, they have to make up the Fajr, but they have to do something righteous right after it. Give a little extra sadaqah, uh, you know, do, do some, read a little bit more istighfar. Immediately wipe away the effect of what that did. The effect isn't minuscule, right? Missing, missing a salah or any, anything, really anything that transcends, it's not minuscule. It's minuscule maybe in, the, in comparison to Allah Ta'ala's mercy, but in the sense of where that heart has then shifted toward the possibility of being sealed. I mean, there's nothing you know, minor or minute about that. This doesn't, doesn't, it's, 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 it's weighty, it's, it's of substance. So, uh, so immediately following up anything that we do that's wrong with something that's right, because we don't want our heart to move in that direction. If a person, uh, you know, looks at something that they shouldn't do, immediately do istighfar and then try to replace it with something that's something that was something that's right. The advantage of that, number one, is that then you reposition your heart back where it needs to be, and number two, you are showing Allah Taala that you care about your heart. It's not something that you're just gonna let go, right? The more Allah Taala sees that you have a concern and that you want to be vigilant over this your current state then inshallah, the more Allah Ta'ala will open up opportunity for you to do good and stay away from evil. So there's kind of two, two benefits to that. 
The second thing that a that a believer who has who has this fear in their heart, the second person thing that a person does is they spend time during the day where they are vigilant over their heart. And this is where muraqaba comes in. Which literally actually means to be vigilant. That's what it means. That's to, to watch over, to be very vigilant over something. So a person can spend time during the day <coughs> dedicated to looking at their heart. You know, in whichever form that you'd want to look at it. But just sitting, spending time and just reflecting over your heart. And saying, okay, what, what has my heart been exposed to today? Which direction has it taken you know where uh, where is it going? Is it still in the remembrance of Allah? Is it now in the? Is it forgetting Allah? Is it still uh, inclined toward doing good? Is it inclined toward doing evil? Is the competition, i.e., the nafs, overtaking it, or is it still kind of a ghalib and dominant over things? So a person who's vigilant over their heart will spend time uh, watching over their heart. You know, it's not practical for us to do this twenty-four hours of the day. It's just not right. That would be the ideal, but we aren't prophets. So if we dedicate time uh, in recognition that our heart can direct in one way or the other, we spend time every single day making sure that it's a heart that's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we'll find tremendous benefit. It'll reveal things about our heart that perhaps we didn't know before. But this is this is important for every believer. So the first thing is to immediately remove, or immediately follow something evil with something that's good and something that's positive and something that's pleasing to Allah. The second thing is to uh, is to spend time actively being vigilant over over our heart. And then the third thing, which is which is important, is to then present uh, present uh, is to then present our hearts to the experts of the heart. You know, the ulama al qulub, the the doctors of the heart, the ulama of the heart, or the the mashayikh. So the idea being that <clears throat> the that, that that sometimes it's hard for us to decipher or for us to actually tell you know where where we actually stand i mean where where is our heart are we actually on the spectrum i mean are we sort of hanging by a thread about to be sealed or are we uh you know actually are we in obedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and we're a place that is pleasing to allah ta'ala sometimes it's hard to tell and it's not always simply reflective of of our deeds although it can be it's not always reflective of our actions, although it can be. It's not always reflective of our own understanding of where our heart is. It can be, but there's no. But that's not necessarily the case. Where the Sahaba ta'ala anhum recognizing this full well would always present their heart before before the Prophet sallallahu and always be questioning their current state because they, they didn't necessarily know. And who are these are the Sahaba, right? They didn't know if they had a, a if they had full understanding of where their heart stood. You know, and the example that we that we've used before, when uh, Hanzala radiAllahu taala anhu felt that there was a sense of hypocrisy in his heart, and then he went uh, and he was he was proclaiming this right on the streets, and 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 then Abu Bakr radiAllahu taala anhu had heard him, and Abu Bakr, who's you know only second to the Prophet sallallahu in this ummah, uh, he, he he hears that Hanzala is concerned about hypocrisy, and if there's hypocrisy in his heart, i.e., he's concerned about the state of his heart, so then he takes it. Uh, Abu Bakr anhu, rather than rather than you know um, counseling Hanbara, he basically then turns it on himself and said, "Well, maybe maybe I have the same hypocrisy in my heart." So then, what did they do? They went to the Prophet وسلم, and the Prophet وسلم, and then essentially reassured them that you know this is okay or this you know you you aren't angels essentially. But the, the the fact was that even the Sahaba didn't know they had to bring it to the Prophet وسلم. So similarly, you know, for all of us too, there are people who we can present our hearts to. 
as a way of determining and asking them that where does my heart lie you know i've been you know doing zikr for this much time where where am i am i am i have i made any progress am i still uh, uh, am I still? Uh, am I closer toward it being sealed? Am I closer to it? You know, am I further away from it now? We don't. Oftentimes, it's hard to tell. You know, or of the certain circumstances that you know you're concerned about. For instance, you know, you someone you know, a good friend of yours gets something that and it gets a new car, and and then that begins to bother you on the inside. How do you know where that where you stand? Is that something that should be of concern? Is that a sign of a heart that's closer to becoming sealed, or is it neutral? Is it something that can be overlooked? I mean, the only people that can tell us this are essentially the the the, the people that specialize in the heart. You know, if, if for instance, you know, you uh, you know, I, let's say I get into a, an argument with my parents, and I normally don't get into an argument. What does that mean? Is this something I should be concerned about? I mean, one is yes. There, there's it's not justifiable to argue with your parents but then the mere fact that i did argue with my parents is that a reflection of where my heart is am i am i moving toward it being sealed you know presenting these sorts of circumstances and to to the people that know and, and asking what's the reality of where i am i mean where what's going on i i normally don't miss fudger and I, the last week i've been missing fudger this is what do i do is, it, is this a concern for me should i continue doing what i need to be doing i mean uh this is how this is this is if, if we are hyper vigilant over it then, and we are very concerned and deeply concerned about every little thing that we do, then naturally we're going to want to present it to an expert who can, who can help us in this regard. So it isn't sufficient, you know, for most people to, um, it is for most people to, to look over their own heart themselves. I mean, there's, there's going to be a, a, a there, that's going to be an important responsibility that we all have on our own shoulders. But ultimately, uh, it's going to be important for us to openly, uh, without hiding anything, present our hearts to, to the ulama and to the mashayikh. It's either that we open up our hearts to the people that can help us today, or we open up our hearts on the day of judgment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and that could be a difficult presentation. But it's either that we present our hearts today and we present our mistakes to the people that can help us today, and inshallah we can rectify it before we leave this world, or we neglect it, or we think that we have full control over it. And we just when we wait to see what's to happen, you know, to us before Allah Taala on the day of judgment. Allah Taala has given us the opportunity now. So this is the this is the this is how we can practically be vigilant over our hearts, recognizing that we can end up if we perpetuate in our mistakes with a sealed heart, and that's the ultimate fear. Number one is that a per, is, and, and then the first practical step is to always immediately replace something bad that you've done or that you've thought or that you've said or that you've uh, uh, or or that you've implemented into your life with something that's good because it wipes away the mistake that you made and certainly wipes away the effect of the mistake that you made number 2 is that we spend some time being vigilant over our hearts for a period of time every single day where we are just watching over our hearts and the third is the presentation of our hearts at some regular interval, some frequency to the people that know um, that know that know hearts best. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to grant us all the tawfiq to be to 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 preserve preserve whatever we've benefited from these gatherings and any other gatherings that we've been in. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to protect our hearts from ever being sealed, and we ask that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala grant us the tawfiq to be vigilant over our hearts. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين